Welcome to the Thrive by 29 podcast. I'm Felipe Fontes. And if you're listening to this, then you definitely know who I am because nobody that doesn't know who I am is listening to this right now. And rightfully so, but hopefully we get to that point. As I explain what this podcast is and what I'm doing here, you'll start to understand why I want this to kind of grow and reach. Obviously, anybody that does a podcast wants more listeners. But I'm truly doing this because, one, I feel like I just need to talk and let my thoughts out and conversationally do it. <laughs> you can tell, like, <laughs> I didn't script this too much, but but that's the point. I want it to be conversational. I want to I wanna be able to just talk and help other people. And that's why I want more people to start listening to this as we grow. And as I continue to do this, I really want to build a consistency here. So although I want this to be very, very freestyle-ish, I feel it's like obligatory as somebody who works in the media space and does a whole nother podcast to give you kind of like an early like breakdown. Like, what are you listening to, right? What is Thrive by 29? Why are you listening to this? All right, well, I wrote this down, so don't make fun of me. But essentially, I want it to be a weekly journal. Like I said, I want to help other people. I want people to listen and hear my thoughts. I want it to be a weekly journal documenting my journey to success with hopes that the listener or viewer, because I'm also recording this, even though it's kind of weird, but I'm doing it. The viewer can take away lessons and perspectives that will improve their own approach to life and personal aspirations. I'll share my own struggles, hurdles, and obstacles while trying various different strategies of improvement as I try to reach the ultimate definition of success in the different aspects of my life, right? Whether that's personal health, professional, relationship, and spiritual. So by documenting my journey, and it's a constant journey, right? It's, this doesn't have an end goal. It's not, it's not like, hey, I'm documenting my journey to get to the Super Bowl and then I get to the Super Bowl and then it's over. Boom. It's over. Like now what? Right. This is like a constant journey, like of just being able to reach success and achieve success. And the reason I called it Thrive by 29, so it almost does seem like there's a deadline, 29, is that I feel like, well, there's multiple reasons. But for one, I feel like a lot of people think that their 20s is a wash. I heard it in high school. I heard it in college. And I feel like we've all kind of heard this a lot throughout our lives, throughout our generation growing up, is that your 20s, you're, you're meant to struggle. Like, you're supposed to be working extremely long hours, hard hours, not making any money, living in a dirty apartment with five roommates and five-floor walk-up and you have mice and roaches and all this. I, I might be exaggerating, but some people do say that type of stuff. At least they say that your 20s are supposed to be super hard in your 30s. Your 30s are when you're going to reach success. Like, that's when you're going to have success. That's when you're going to have enough money to be able to travel, to be able to enjoy your life, right? You'll be able to work. You'll have work-life balance, though. You'll be able to work, but you'll also, that work isn't going to consume your life. It, you're going to have enough money to be able to take time off and go travel and live in a nice house, buy your first house or something like that, I think, if that's expected. You know, probably have kids in that time period, and your life's going to be all roses and daisies by the time you're in your 30s but the truth is you don't have to wait till you're in your 30s to be able to do that and I'm not necessarily just speaking from personal experience yes I feel like I'm in a place right now at 25 that I didn't expect myself to be in a couple years ago and we'll break that down a bit further but 
I also think that we see a lot of people in their 20s having a lot of success. And it's easy to see now because obviously like TikTok and social media, everything's out there. So a lot of people are having success with media, right? On TikTok and doing that kind of stuff. You see 24-year-old like millionaires with Lamborghinis and stuff. And they're doing their business and stuff like that. And it works through media. Or other people documenting it on social media, but they're working in real estate and they're 25 and they got five houses and they're making a boatload of money that way. But there's also gamers, right? There's 18-year-old kids making millions of dollars because they're one of the best, like, Fortnite players. I, and Fortnite might not be the big game right now that everybody's playing. I'm not really into video games like that. <laughs> but there's just a lot of young people making a lot of money. But I feel like the thought is that, okay, those are it's like a certain segment and a lot of it's like media or like people who are lucky enough to get into like real estate and stuff like that but the rest of us who are going corporate like we're gonna go get an entry-level job in the corporate world after we graduate from our bachelor's degree we're gonna be 21 years old and go be a marketing assistant or a production assistant or we're gonna go or we're gonna work in finance and go be like a an analyst, I don't really know finance, like all the different segments and stuff like that. But we're going to go be like a financial like analyst and work like super long hours and have to do like the dumb shit that nobody else wants to do. It's like that's what we think about corporate America. And it's like, but if I work for 10 years and in my 30s, I'm going to have a lot of success. But the fact of the matter is that you can expedite that path, right? It's not a time window necessarily that we have to go through. It's experiences. A lot of people say this. But you do something 10,000 times, you become an expert in something. That doesn't have a window. I can do something 10,000 times in a day. That means I'm an expert by tomorrow. Or I can do something 10,000 times in 10 years. And yeah, sure, 10 years, that's when it happens. Or 20 years. It's going to happen in 20 years. So then you're extending your time window there. But your success is about what you can do. It's about growth. And growth doesn't have a minimum time limit. You know? Growth happens... By doing shit. Alex Hormozzi, one of the guys I listen to and kind of watch a lot. I mean, he's fucking massive. If you don't know Alex Hormozzi, go follow him on social. Very inspiring. Guy that was in corporate America. His dad's an immigrant, so, like, obviously forced him into that world. Long story short, quit his job. Started his own business, opening gyms. And the first couple weren't successful, but then it started to get successful. Like, a, a couple alterations to what he was doing business-wise. And then... That blew up, and then he started another business and blew up. Now he's like a mega, he's huge, obviously millions of dollars under his name, and he's big on social media, but he's just a very smart guy, very eloquent guy. But one of the things he says is that you have to outwork your self-doubt. Because everybody has self-doubt. Not everybody is going to be super confident about what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis or about new challenges and stuff like that. Nobody is. Like, if you want to start a podcast like I'm doing right now, then you're not going to be Joe Rogan day one. That's, that's not the point. But so then people give up and they're like, oh, I'm not Joe Rogan. They record themselves and they see it. This is a podcast example, but this applies to anything else. And they're like, oh, this isn't, this isn't as good as what I've seen. And I'm just not good at this. Then they lose motivation. And it's like, first off, you can't compare yourself to a guy like Joe Rogan who's done this a billion times. But What's holding you back is your self-doubt. And when he says you have to have an undeniable stack of evidence that you are who you say you are, if you want to be great, then what does that mean? That means volume. That means you have to do shit, right? So outwork your self-doubt. That means do enough 
to where you have quantifiable evidence that you don't suck. And when you put it that way, it's like, shit, then I just got to do shit. But anybody else who has had legitimate success, whether it's in sports or whether it's in business or whether it's in music, education, like any type of any industry, any type of person who's had a legitimate amount of success, like it sucked in the beginning. Like when you really think about it, the progression from sucking to being good isn't unfamiliar to any of us, right? We didn't know how to read when we were kids. We didn't know how to read when we were like two, three. You had to learn how to read. And now it's like you look at a word and it's like you read it and it's fucking obvious. You see a 23-year-old who can't read and you're like, you're a fucking idiot, right? You're dumb. That concept, it seems very obvious. And all you guys would agree. Three-year-olds who don't know how to read, right? Or a person that's older and hasn't been exposed. Then we understand. Oh, they just haven't learned it yet. Like they haven't done it enough. They haven't practiced. They haven't sounded out words. Like they haven't read the ABCs enough. Yet, when we apply that concept to something else that we want to do, and I'm going to stick with the podcast example, and we suck after 10 episodes, then we think, oh, we just suck at this, and nobody's listening, and it must mean I'm not good, and I'm not a good speaker, and I don't know how to edit, and all this shit is garbage, and when I try to promote on social media, it sucks. But if you were to apply the concept that you clearly understand that we use for learning how to read, then you would understand that this is just a part of the growing process. Like, you're only getting better. So think about it like, does a kid learn how to read after reading 10 letters? I guess after reading the alphabet 10 times, do they know how to read? Or even 10 like little small books. No, they might know how to read a couple words like car or something like that. But it's the same way you know how to do this little edit in the pot. That's still good. Now, it doesn't make your whole thing amazing. Just like a kid's not able to read a whole book just because they know how to read the word car. So applying that principle is the more practice you do, the better you're going to get. Now, bringing it back to Thrive by 29 and the deadline that I've kind of set with 29, which isn't really a deadline, but why I call it 29, is that it's not like we have to wait till 30 to have success. It's just about what can we do to reach the levels of success that we want to reach. If you give yourself a time limit, like 27, you want to have this amount of money or you want to be able to do this amount of stuff, acquire this amount of skills, you can do that, right? Especially the skills part. Money, a lot of times, like there are going to be other determining factors. I'm not going to be one of the guys like, you can do it. But if you can determine what you need to do to make that money, then you can do that stuff. Like you can go out and do the actions possible to get the rewards, right? And money, the monetary reward might be different and then you might get other rewards that you're not even expecting. But if you make your goal, the actions of what you need to do, then you can do that by an earlier date. So you can shorten your timeline. You can do it by 27. The concept of this whole decade of your 20s, which a lot of people throw away, like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm supposed to be struggling anyway, so I'm just going to party. I'm just going to drink every weekend. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with drinking, but I'm just going to do a happy hour every single day or just go at home and watch TV because this is when I'm supposed to struggle. Like, this is when I'm supposed to be working so hard and not being able to fully enjoy my life. So I'm going to make the most out of these, like, little moments that don't give me long-term reward, but give me a short-term reward. When you have that mindset, then all you're doing is just delaying your ability to have the true reward you want to have. Like, the true success and what you deem success, which is 
if you think it's gonna be in your 30s, then you're just delaying until your 30s. What's gonna happen when you turn 30 and you still don't have those things and you're like, oh wow, I need to change how I'm gonna live. I need to change how acting in my day-to-day -day life so that I can reap these rewards. Like I need to be able to get there and work harder to climb up this ladder or whatever it may be. Well, if you had that mindset that that's all you had to do was take action essentially, by 25, then you could have reached that reality, that realization that you had at 30 or 31 or 32, you could have reached that at 25. And now you have the rewards that you're gonna get at 33, 34, 35, at 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, but you're gonna have it at an expedited time, right? Because you're able to do it by an earlier deadline that you set, an action-based deadline. So that's why I call it the Thrive by 29. I think that's one reason, is that I don't wanna have to wait to 30 to thrive. A second reason, as I drink more water, is that I want to give hope to a lot of kids that are graduating college right now or leaving high school right now or even young, but mainly like those in that range, right, of like 18 to 23, 24, that they don't have to accept mediocrity over the next few years. I had a lot of kids call me lately over the past few months, and that's what really one of the things that inspired me making this podcast was that a lot of people ask me like, hey, I want an internship. Can you help me get that? Because I see what you do and what you do is really cool. Like they see me doing the podcast and all that stuff. So that's one thing. And you're like, I want to be able to do that. But another thing is they want career advice. And they're like, yo, how can you tell me? I work in the sports media industry. So can you tell me about the sports media industry and how you got to where you are and what I need to do to get to where I'm at to truly succeed and find out the exact lane I want to be in and stuff like that. And I feel a lot of sympathy for them because when I was in college, I didn't know where I wanted to be. I thought I wanted to be in sports media going into college and then I did a bunch of shit. Like I interned at major companies that I thought were going to be like dream companies like CBS Sports and NBC and SiriusXM and they fucking blew. I was just doing like fucking busy work and realize that there's no value in these companies in the very early stage. You really got to work your way up. And it's going to be a long fucking process. I'm like, I don't got the patience for this, bro. Like, I want to, I'm more valuable than this. I can do stuff that actually matters. So I feel for them because then that made me kind of feel like I don't know what I want to do, but I may want to like shift careers totally. And I even started studying for my GMAT. That's another story we can talk about another day. But I was lost too in college. And I almost started to feel like, damn, if I have to go, really do have to go this corporate route, like it's going to be a long fucking time before I do anything that's truly like fulfilling and valuable. You know, I, at first I goes of like wanting to be an analyst on TV. Stephen A. Smith was my idol. That's what I wanted to be going into college. But then throughout my college experience and getting lost, and I was like, I don't really know. But if I wanted to be that, then I already know it's going to be like 15 to 20 years of just grinding my ass off doing shit I don't want to do. Like, I don't want to be a reporter. I don't want to have to write news reports on like the local high school team. I just don't give a fuck about that shit. And if that's what I have to do to become, like, I just don't want to do that, right? I also don't, people told me, oh, money's in producing, like being a producer in my industry. And... I just saw the path. Like first you, you're an assistant to this and then you're a production assistant and then you're assistant to the producer and then you're another thing and then you're another thing. And then you're a producer like 15 years later. And I'm like, man, this shit fucking sucks. And so I was lost in that sense as well that it was going to take me a long time. So when I talk to these kids, I really tell them about the different sides of the industry, of my industry in particular. And a lot of other industries like mirror this, obviously, like this ladder that takes forever to climb. It's very common in other industries as well. So I tell them that there's different ways to succeed because there are different ways to succeed, all right? One of the things that I want to instill in them is like, 
bro, you see where I'm at now. A lot of them call me, I was still 24. So I'm like, yo, I'm 24 years old and you're calling me asking me like how I got to where I'm at and how I'm doing what I'm doing because you are truly interested in getting there by 24, 25. You also don't want to go climb that long ladder and do a bunch of shit you don't like just to get to a place that you don't even know if you're going to like, honestly. Are you going to like being a producer? Like, you never were a producer, right? Like, we... We make this career goal off shit we haven't even done. So we don't know we even know if we like it yet. We sit behind these stupid little corporate jobs looking for the one day that eventually we can do that. And then what if we don't like it? That's the thing. So I have sympathy for these people coming to me, these kids. And they say like, yo, how can you do what you want to do? So to wrap up the second reason why I'm doing this podcast is to give these kids hope. Is that like, bruh, you don't have to wait till you're 30. You can thrive right now. You can thrive today, right? You can thrive in a few years. I'll give you a blueprint of what I did and of what you can do. And obviously, you're not going to have the same exact opportunities I did. But you can take the actions to open yourself up to similar opportunities that I had. Like, I got really lucky with, with timing, with going into a startup at a very good time and growing with them. But that's because of the work that I put in during covid on a podcast that barely had any listens, right? Wrapping it back to the earlier conversation. I barely had any listens, but I put in so much work and I really liked what I was doing. And so that really is what allowed me to get this opportunity. And then I've grown from there. And now I'm on another podcast that's having a lot of success. And now I'm doing this. So I can show you action steps towards getting to where you want to get. And you don't have to wait till you're 29. Remember that because you know it. In the next couple of years. And then the third reason why I'm making this podcast is because, fuck it, dude. Like, I want to succeed as quickly as possible. I want to reach goals that I've set and continue to keep making loftier and loftier goals. I'm not even going to be, like, frank with it, right? Do I want a million dollars when I'm 30? Absolutely. How am I going to get there? I have to figure that out. And I have to create the path to be able to do that. And I'm already plotting on that. And I'm already thinking about that. What do I have to do? What are the action steps I have to do? So I want to succeed there. I want to succeed in my relationship. Luckily, I'm in a wonderful relationship right now. I have a beautiful girlfriend who I truly love and just appreciate. And the relationship we have is very special. But how can I keep improving that? How can I keep making sure that I am the best boyfriend that I can be? and eventually the best fiance and husband that I can be. How can I be the best son that I can be? I'm not the best son right now. I know I'm not. And I'm actively doing stuff like I should be better, right? I should be calling my mom more, my dad more, and talking talk more. Like, I know these things. I can, But these are action steps. You can't just hope for something like, oh, I, I could be a better son and wish you were a better son and not do anything about it. You have to do stuff. So I'm working on that. I want to be a better son. I want to be healthier. And health is one thing that I take very seriously. And Y'all who know me, people who know me, know that my fitness is very important to me. Uh, and that's in the weight room and in the gym. And that's also uh, on the kitchen. Actually, in the kitchen, on the countertop, right? What am I eating? And how am I fueling my body? I try to be very particular about that because at the end of the day, your health is your wealth. So I want to be successful in these different areas. And then I also want to be successful spiritually. And I think that's what I was talking about earlier. I just want to be mindful. One thing I really want to break down, like I talked about, is my obstacles and stuff like that. And for me, I'm a very emotional person. I tend to take everything personally. Uh, I take a lot of shit personally. And it's not really healthy. To explain what I mean by that is if somebody, like, interrupts me during a meeting when I'm talking, 
I could take that as a sign of disrespect and like, wow, they really hated what I was saying. But realistically, remove yourself from the situation and maybe they just couldn't wait to get this thought out and they completely thought what you were saying was valid and they really appreciated your mindset and what you were saying. But they just, for whatever reason, they had to get that out. It's like, I always insert myself in situations as like, what did I do? What does this person have against me? Or if somebody makes a comment at me that I feel had this type of tone, then I'm like, fuck, dude, like this person, I take it personally and I'm angry. So spiritually, I want to be more secure within myself and have a better relationship with myself, my spirit, right? Understand who I am and be unwavering in my own emotions. And I think that's something I can control a lot better now. So I want to be a lot more successful spiritually. And professionally, I want to keep growing. I want to be able to hit different peaks, whether that's in corporate America and keep climbing the ladder or also talking about my endeavors for this podcast. Like I want this to keep growing and that's going to be a goal for me. I want things like that, like my professional status to continue to grow. And I'm in large control of that, right? Based off of, like I said, the actions that I take. If I wanted to do all those things by 30, I know about 30. So that is the last reason that I wanted to call it Thrive by 29. So recapping the reasons for why it's Thrive by 29. For one, just wanted to escape that societal stereotype that like your 20s are supposed to suck and your 30s are supposed to be good. Nah, fuck that. You can thrive by 29, meaning that you can thrive by before you're 30, right? Second is I want to give kids hope who are coming out of high school and college that think that you have to go through this corporate ladder and like a bunch of bullshit doing stuff that you don't like doing, that you've done your internships and you're like, oh man, this sucks. I have to do this for 10 years before I can be successful. There are other ways. So the second reason I want to give people hope through my journey, I want to shed some light and insight on how I was able to do it. So I want to be able to help you. And then the third reason is because 29 seems like a great time for me to reach high levels in a lot of the facets of my life that I want to be successful in. I know that by 40, I'm going to be a lot more successful than 30 because that's just how compounding works. But I think by 29, I want to reach a status that I can confidently say, wow, if I hadn't focused on this and the action steps I wanted to take to get here, then I wouldn't have got here. And like I said, that's financial. That's within my relationship. That's personally and spiritually and my health. I want to be able to reach that by 29. Like, yeah, I want millions of dollars by the time I'm 29. I know I can do that by 35. Sure. But I want to be able to do it by 29. So those are the three reasons why I called it Thrive by 29. And this has kind of gone longer than I thought. Like I said, I didn't really script this podcast. This first episode, I just really wanted it to be a freestyle, like off the dome. Because I really believe in just going out and doing something. And that doesn't mean do something half-assed. I just think a lot of people are so afraid of failure that they don't start something in the first place. And one of the ways people talk themselves into procrastination and to not really get started on something is by trying to be a perfectionist. And like, I need the perfect outline. I need the perfect name. I need the perfect logo. I need the perfect everything. And everything needs to be perfect before I can start. Because when I launch it, I want it to be like the number one competitor. And the fact of the matter is that you're just telling yourself that because you don't want to get started. Because it's never going to be perfect. And as perfect as you can get it, it's going to get 10 times better with the 10 times repetition that you do and experience that you get. So I love that principle and I live by that. And so I wanted to launch this and get this going with this first episode. I promise that we're going to have better uh, outlines and just better flow of the podcast going forward. But I, but those are the three reasons 
that I wanted to call it Thrive by 25. And then, like I said, the goal of this podcast is really just to document my journey and getting to a successful place in my life and by successful place. I think I'm successful right now. Yes, but I want to be more successful financially. I want to make millions of dollars fitness wise. I want to be able to do the fucking splits. And if you want to know why, you're like, why do you want to do the splits? I'm doing this ATG program, which is a whole program about mobility in the hips and in the back and essentially just prolonging your life. And flexibility is a big part of that. But a lot of people just think it's stretching, but it's actually strengthening through lengthening. So doing weights and actually like flexion within that extension, that's a whole other thing. But that's an exact goal that I want to do by 30. So I think being able to have these specific goals and what I ultimately consider success, and I think a lot of people would consider success, like I think a lot of 20-year-olds would consider millions of dollars by the time you're 30, success. And I think a lot of people would consider being able to work on your own projects and freedom of time success. Then I think we're all aligned and you might veer a little bit in what you think is better here, what you think is better there. But I think the journey and improvement and succeeding, we're all going to, we're going to find some, some similarities and I think I can help you and I'm going to go through obstacles and I want to talk about them. I want to go talk about the struggles I'm going through and ultimately just give people something they can go and listen to and feel like, wow, my situation is more common than I thought because he's talking about it straight up and he's talking about this goal. I also want that goal. So I feel heard because what I went through is similar, but also these goals that I want to accomplish, he is accomplishing right now. And he already went through the struggle and he did this the wrong way. So I'm not going to do this the wrong way. I'm actually going to avoid that step and do this better and get straight to that point. So thanks, Felipe. You got me here at an expedited fashion. And, and I'm going to be very grateful for that because I just want to, like I said, I want to help people. So yeah, I'm going to wrap this podcast here. Uh, it's been really fun. I've been all over the place, but hopefully you followed for the most part. And uh, these episodes, I think I'm going to release on Fridays, Friday mornings. So within the thought of like, this is a self-improvement almost thing. And I want to grow and reach these goals. And I think Friday morning, you wake up with a certain energy. Like it's Friday, the weekend's here. You want to listen to something that you can learn from, but also like motivates you and gets you kind of amped for the weekend, then I want to be able to provide that. So I think I'm going to release these every Friday, one episode per week. I want to be able to scale it up to do maybe two or three eventually. But like I said, I understand my time horizon here. I have a longer window and I'm going to give myself a longer window to grow here and really put in the work. Not being lazy, let's make that very clear. But allow myself time to master the small things and see how I can get into a steady flow and then increase once I get there and not overwhelm myself, especially because I have a full-time job. I'm doing a whole other podcast and I do other things like take care of my health and my fitness, as I mentioned. And yeah, hopefully I can increase the cadence with the episodes that I drop. Wow. First episode. I really just wanted to get done with the first episode. I think when I, once I got, what, you know, when I was thinking about doing this whole thing, I'm like, as long as I finish this first episode, I'm going to be good. And then I'm going to be able to flow into the next few. So very glad. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, if you didn't, I understand because I talk way too much, but cheers. That's what you hear from British people because I work with a lot of British people. Cheers. Love you. Let me know if you enjoyed listening. See ya.